This is the Kitzer of the fifth Sicha of Parshas Vayeshev in Chelek Tezvav on page 351. The Rebbe begins with the story of Yehuda and Tamar in this week's Parsha. The Pasik says, Vayomer, Yehuda asks Tamar, What guarantee could I give to you? Vatoyme Tamar, or Vatoyme the Pasik says, and Tamar says, Give me a chaysam, a psil, and a mate that's in your hands. So what is the meaning of chesamcha upsilcha? So Rashi brings the targum, iskisach v'shashipach, which means a ring and a garment. And Rashi explains, tabas shata chesimba, this is the ring that you seal with it, v'simlascha shata meskasaba, and the garment of, with which you cover yourself with. So the question here is, why does Rashi have to take the Pasik out of its simple pshat? It says in the Pasik that it, uh, she asked for a chesim, a seal and a psil. Psil literally means a thread. So why is Rashi bringing the targum and switching the pshat in this? And not only that, Rashi is adding sha'at and sha'at Why is it necessary for Rashi to add and emphasize that? Bechlal, if Rashi has to switch the pshat of the posik when it says psilcha and it does not mean a thread, Rashi should have said like the Rashbam says, that it refers to a belt. But why would we say that it refers to a garment? The Mepharshim explain that Rashi here is saying that it's Tabas Sha'ata because this explains that the Taita is referring to it as a Chaysim because he uses this ring to, to, to seal with it. And similar also, when it says in the Pasuk over here that the, the Psilcha Sha'ata Meskasaba, it's actually referring to, to, to the tzitzis that he wore because it says in the Taita Gedilim Tasalachak Suscha Shetachasaba. So it's referring to the tzitzis which you cover yourself with it. And therefore the Taita is using the term Psil which also says by tzitzis. And this answers also the question of the Ramban. The Ramban has a, a big question there. What does it mean that she's asking him to take the shirt off his back? He should get undressed. So it refers to the tzitzis, not to the garment that he was wearing. But it's very difficult to explain the Pshat and Rashi and the Pasuk this way, because in the end of the day, if the Pasuk over here means the ring and it means the garment, why would the Taita write Chaysim and Psil and it means something else? Let, let the Taita clearly write what it is that it means. And also to say that the Pasuk over here is hinting to Tzitzis is very difficult to say such a thing because the Benchamish Lemikra, learning the Pshat and the Pasuk and Rashi, doesn't see the connection over here to Tzitzis. He's not going to make this connection that the term Psil refers to Tzitzis if in the Pasuk over here it doesn't use any term that shows that we're talking about Tzitzis. How is, this, how is he going to make this connection? So rather the Rebbe says the explanation over here in this Rashi is very simple, looking at the context of the story. Yehuda coming out into the field, doing work here in the field, as the Pasuk describes, is not a place or a time that Tama could expect that Yehuda has a seal with him. He's out in the field doing work. Why, why would she ask him for a seal? Rather, she must have asked him for something that she expects him to have with him, which is a ring that he must have been wearing on his finger. However, we can't say that she simply wanted a ring because she's using this as a guarantee to have something which will identify Yehuda and something that he should be valuable to him, that he should want to come and take back. So therefore, as she says, this must be referring to a ring that has a seal in it, and that's something which is special and identifies Yehuda. And that's Taka the Pshat and the Pasik. The Pasik says, even though it's really referring to the seal, because, again, even though it's referring to a ring that is, because she asked for the ring that has a seal in it, because that's something that's going to be identifying him. 
So the Torah is focusing on what the reason, what was her intention asking for this ring, which is the fact that it has a seal in it. This explains regarding the pshat of the word chesamcha. Similar, the Rebbe says when we get to the pshat of the word psilcha, that psilcha Rashi says doesn't just mean some kind of a thread or maybe even a belt, but rather it refers to a special garment, the simla sha'atom eskasaba, this garment that you cover yourself with. And that is a, a unique additional garment that Yehuda wore, being the greatest of all the Shvatim, and because of his prominence, he wore a unique garment, as we find a few times in the Teireh, this concept. And therefore, that's what she was asking for. She wasn't just asking him to take the shirt off his back, but a, a, a specific special garment that she should give him. Similar to the, the Matcha, Shebi Yedecha, that it says here in the Pasuk, which is a unique staff that Yehuda had that showed his Gvura. So that's a shot in the Pasuk over here, when it says Psilcha. Psilcha means, like Rashi already said before, in the Rashi where he explains the words Naftuli Elikim Neftalti, that Psil means Lashen Chibur, which means something that's attached to you. So we're talking over here about a special unique garment, which is specifically attached to Yehuda, and that is the garment that she requested. And that's why Rashi emphasizes that yes, she asked for a ring and for a garment that she knew Yehuda had with him, even here in the field. But at the same time, the Pasuk refers to it as a chaysam and a psil to make the point that she's asking something unique, something special that will identify Yehuda. And that's why Rashi emphasizes sha'ato chaysam ba and sha'ato meskasaba. This is something that's uniquely yours. Now we can understand what this Rashi means also in the Yenish al and the deeper understanding of what Rashi is saying here. We find regarding a tabas and a chaysim that there's a medrash that says on the Pasik, A medrash says that Rabbanan gave a mashal, a king that they made a ring for him. The king was missing, this ring rather, was missing a seal. When the Abisha created the world, so the six days of creation was missing Shabbos. So what's the point over here of this mashal, of the ring and the seal that's in the ring? So the explanation that Chassidus says for this is that the ring, Tabas, is also Melosh and Teva. It refers to nature. The nature of the world. And you look at nature, you don't see openly the connection to Hashem. The seal, on the other hand, is the identifying aspect of creation, which is the Ebesha that creates the world every single moment. And that's what Shabbos is. Shabbos reminds us that Hashem created the world. Even more so, the difference between the ring and the seal is the difference between the name Elikim and Avaya. Elikim is a level of godliness which is within nature and it's, it's limited and it's concealed. Havaya, that's the seal of Hashem. As Chazal tells us, emes, and the emes This is the level of, crea- of, of revelation of godliness which is miraculous, which is above nature. So over here, the difference between Shabbos and the six days of the week is that when Abish creates the world in the six days of the week, even though creation ultimately comes from Shema Vaya, but nevertheless, it goes through Shema Lekim. And therefore, we don't have that direct connection to Shema Vaya in nature. Shabbos, however, is a revelation of Shema Vaya in the world. And that's the Chaysim. That's the Chaysim of the Abish there that is identified in Shabbos. And the same thing also in Sfiris, Lamailo. So the difference between the Tabas and the Chaysim is, Tabas is, is representing Sviris HaMalchus, which is the source of nature, and Chaysim represents Sviris HaYesayit, which is uh, the source of Nisim in the world.
Now the point of the seal being inside the ring, not just as two separate things, that there is a ring. And then a seal is regarding the creation of the world, that it's not only that there is Teva, which is in the six days of the week, and then as a separate thing, there's miracles, there's a nest, which, re- which is represented in Shabbos, but rather Shabbos is Mashlim, the Metzius of the world itself. As the Lashnet Chazal say, Mahaya Oilom Chaser, that through Shabbos it fills in the lack of the Teva of the world itself. Because the point of Shabbos is to reveal the power and the revelation of the Eivisha that's higher than Teva, Shemavaya, within creation, within the Teva of the world itself. The way it is in Avedis Hashem as well. When a person serves the Eivisha, he can also serve the Eivisha just with his usual nature, Alpitam Vedas. But then there's a different type of Aveda, sort of a miraculous Aveda, when a Yid serves the Eivishter with his Mesiris Nefesh, with an absolute self-sacrifice. So, and that's related to, to Ness. And, and the real Shleimus of Aveda is when you fuse the, the two together, when you're able to bring that inspiration and that power of Mesiris Nefesh into the Aveda of Tam Vedas, into the Aveda that a person does, and his normal regular Aveda with reason and logic. So this explains over here what... Tamar was trying to accomplish in this relationship, in this marriage with Yehuda, when she requested these three items, the chaysam, the psil, and the mata. It says in Kabbalah that chaysam, psil, and mata represent netzach, hoiden, yisait. Tamar herself represents malchus. So essentially what she was trying to do is, she was trying to draw down into malchus, into the nature of the world, the revelation of the higher spheres of godliness to reveal the Shemavaya and the chaysim of the Eibishter into Teva itself. And this was really the beginning of her building Malchus based David, because she gave birth from, from this relationship to Peretz, and then Peretz was the beginning of Malchus based David, and ultimately Mashiach, which is going to reveal the Malchus of the Abishter in the world completely. So this all started right over here now with Yehuda and Tamar. And therefore, one of the, the first thing and the main thing that she requested was a tabas with a chaysim in it. In other words, to take the tabas, this represents teva, and it should be together with a chaysim in it, which is bringing down the chaysim, the identifying uh, chaysim of the eibishter, havaye, into teva, which is the tabas. And then the Rebbe concludes that this also explains regarding every marriage why the Minig Yisrael is to be Mekadosh specifically with a Tabas, even though seemingly there's no reason that we should use specifically a ring. And this is the source actually. We learn it from here that this Minig to be Mekadosh specifically with a Tabas. And why do we learn it specifically from this marriage? Why not from any other marriage in the Teda? Because this marriage was specifically all about bringing Malchus based David in the world, bringing the Gili of Ein Saif into the Teva of the world. That's what Mashiach is all about. And it all began over here in this marriage. So from this marriage, we learn out that similar is really occurring by every single marriage. When a Yid gets married, he's drawing down a Koyach Ein Saif in the world. That's what marriage is. It's the Der Yisharim Yivayrach that comes out in the world, which is the Chibur and the revelation of the Koyach Ein in the world Gufa, which will be revealed when Mashiach comes through what Yehuda and Thomas started over here now with this marriage.